This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, we started the show talking about the Yankees yet again and all the issues that they have, not only getting swept away by the Astros and the ALCS, but of course now the toxicity around this team, all the negativity that's surrounding the Yankees, and they're complaining about it as per the article from Andy Martino of SNY.TV. And when I saw my next guest live and in person in SNY studios just a few hours ago, he came through the door on fire about his beloved Yankees. So I thought, why not have J.J. back on the fan to discuss these Yankees? J.J., as always, a pleasure to have you on. Well, the pleasure is all mine, Sal. It's an honor and a privilege, and uh, I guess it's my fault, and it's the Yankee fans' fault, you know, that they got swept four straight games by the Astros. It's my fault that Josh Donaldson took strike three right down the middle. I mean, any Yankee fan who read Andy's story from earlier today that wasn't, like, enraged, that doesn't have, like, all sorts of anger and hostility and everything known to man – it's just certifiably insane, and maybe they're as tone deaf as the owner. I don't know. Maybe they just thought. And it continues to get worse. I mean, that's the thing. And, you know, you know, I could joke around about it and, and poke fun at the Yankees, but the reality is the organization, A, has not operated like the Yankees that I grew up hating in a very long time, and, B, they couldn't be more tone deaf. It should infuriate you. They had an embarrassing four-game series against the Astros. And, Sal, when we did baseball night in New York, what was it, a week ago, a week and a half ago, I told you I like the Astros in the series. I thought they were the better team. The Yankees had to show me that they could go and play and, dare I say, beat the Astros. Not only did they lose, not only did they get swept, it was so glaring, it was so obvious, the gap across the board, not just on the field, off the field as well, between the Astros and the Yankees. Where are the Yankees better? Honest question. They're not better in the front office. They're certainly not better in the dugout. They're not better on the field. And what the Yankees are running out there is a stale product. It has been the same jargon, the same mumbo-jumbo after every single one of these years. I mean, how many times do I need to hear these exit pressers? It's such nonsense. This was the perfect time to say, you know what? We need to start anew. We need a clean slate. We need new faces in here. But you knew it and I knew it. They weren't firing Brian Cashman because the owner doesn't have the hoods for to do it. And, and if they're going to keep Brian Cashman, then he's keeping beloved Aaron Boone. It's yeah. a joke, dude. I, I, and I've said this to a couple of people. I've said it to my Yankee friend buddies and whatnot. This is as down as I have ever been on the franchise. And I was a Brian Cashman guy. I have never sat in my years of being a Yankee fan. 
been this down on the team. You know, I thought Cashman, I was always a Cashman guy too. And and by the way, you can still be a Cashman guy, but also think it's time for a change. And I thought it was time for a change after last season. So I certainly think it's long overdue for a change in vision. I mean, this this has run its course here with these guys, but Hal said yesterday that Boone's going to be back, which would make you think that Cashman's going to be back. Like you said, they've done nothing to make you think that they're going to change it anytime soon. So then it becomes, well, why are the results going to change? Why should we believe that the Yankees are going to be any better next year with the same guys running things? Precisely. Like, I laughed. Um, you saw that post cover a couple of days ago. It's got, like, Verlander, Correa, Diaz, Judge. Like, anybody who thinks the Yankees are going to go and spend $500 million this offseason is nuts. They don't act that way. They have not acted like the Yankees in a long, long time. And, you know, I think when it boils down to itself, I think the Yankee hierarchy, the Yankee ownership group, is very content with the season ahead. Because for them, they had good crowds all year. They had packed crowds in September because of the Aaron Judge home run chase. They had technically four home games in the division series. If you want to count that rain out, they had the two early, the rain out, then the next game, and then they play a couple in the ALCS. I think Hal Steinbrenner views that as a successful season. I think he wants to win. I think he would prefer to win. But do I think it burns inside of him the way it did his father? No, nowhere close. And listen, His father wasn't perfect. Like, let's be clear about this. I grew up in the golden age of George Steinbrenner doing the conga line with Derek Jeter (laughs) and the Yankees winning four out of five championships. George was also banned from baseball. Howie Spira, Dave Winfield had to leave the organization for Gene Michael and Buck Schultz to quit it out and Bernie to play, Jeter to play, and Andy Pettit to play, and on and on we go. So George was not perfect, but you knew as a Yankee fan he wanted it as much as you did. This owner does not. Make no mistake, does not. We're talking with John Jastrzemski, host of New York, New York on Ringer and Spotify. You could also see him on SNY with me on Baseball Night in New York and, of course, Geico Sports Night each night at 11 o'clock. Um, if they moved on from Boone, which they're not going to do, and kept Cashman, would you be okay with that? No. And a year ago, Sal, I would have. Because I looked at last year's failure fall more on Aaron Boone than I did Brian Cashman. But I guess you could say I have seen the light because Brian Cashman's failures this year were embarrassing. The ITF Donaldson fiasco, and that's exactly what it was, a fiasco, the way they handled that KF, Donaldson basically getting immunity all year, Donaldson stinking up the joint in the playoffs, their lack of a plan at shortstop. To me, Sal, that signaled we don't have a clue, period, End of conversation. We don't have a clue. I am not an Aaron Boone fan. I think he's so far in over his head. I mean, the mistakes he makes in postseason games are comical. Like, let's put it this way, Sal. I've never in my years of watching the Yankees in the postseason felt good about Aaron Boone as opposed to, like, the other manager he's going against. You know what I mean? Like, when he goes up against a really good manager, I don't expect good results unless they're playing the AL Central, which is basically a buy for the New York Yankees. But <laughs> right. that's a story for a different day. The point being is this. I don't think Aaron Boone is good as his job. I thought he should have been fired last year. Cashman, I gave the benefit of the doubt to, and I was wrong about that because his offseason stunk, his plan stunk, and, oh, by the way, he doubled down on this manager, which to me puts him at fault too. And, again, Brian Cashman's had a great run with the Yankees. I'm not trying to trash his career, but what I am looking at is the last few years, the team has not gotten better. The team has gotten worse. They've taken steps back. They're not closer. They're further away 
looked at where they were in 2017 as far as trying to be a championship contender. And when you add all that up and you're in Yankee land, you haven't won a World Series in 13 years and you got one in 20 years. Hey, guess what? It's time for a new face. It's time for a new voice. And how about the idea that you and other Yankee fans or myself and people in the media, whatever, are being overly negative and not appreciating how hard it is to win 99 games and win the division or how hard it is to make the postseason nearly every year? I mean, I get it to a certain extent, but... This is the Yankees. They're the ones who talk about being the greatest franchise ever, 27 world championships, the gold standard. You know I've been joking calling them the bronze bombers, but is there anything to the idea of we're being a little overly critical and maybe having unreal expectations to expect World Series or bust from this Yankee team? They haven't won a championship in 13 years, Sal. For anybody who is going to say that you and I or the Yankee fan is being unfair, the Yankees as a franchise, are going through one of their worst title droughts in the history of the franchise. And I get it. You compare that to other organizations. I'm a Dolphin fan. You know that. They haven't won a Super Bowl in 40-plus years. I'm sorry. It's a different standard. It's the Yankees. And if guys don't like getting booed, then play better. Bottom line, anybody who went to those two Astro games, what, what, what do you think? They're getting standing ovations? This is not St. Louis. This is not Kansas City. you got to put up or shut up. Hey, Derek Jeter got booed. Mariano Rivera, who is the greatest closer in the history of baseball, after 2004, 05 starting the year, blew a couple of saves against the Red Sox, they booed him out of the building. Did, did they complain about it? No. They rose above it. And they ended up becoming the conquering heroes that they are. A-Rod got booed for 10 years. He hit no 9 he still gets booed after the fact. These Yankees, to have the audacity that it's the fans' fault, Give me a break. And I don't think the guys are dumb enough to honestly believe that, but I do think some of them are way too sensitive. And for what it's worth, Sal, I'd love to know who those guys were because I don't want them on my team anymore. It's as simple as that. If that's your mentality, then get the hell out. I will say that I thought it was a little harsh booing Judge off of this year. I mean, I look, I'm always for you boo a player if they don't perform. I don't care if it's opening day and John Carl Stanton goes 0 for 5. I don't care, uh, you know, if a guy has a couple, you know, has 25 homers or whatever and you want to boo him because he didn't get the job done in the big spot. Whatever it may be, I'm always for fans voicing their opinion, positive or negative. However, I did think it was a little ridiculous to boo Aaron Judge off of this historic year. The guy had 62 homers, tough to boom. Now, I know he had a rough postseason, but it was like the first sign that things went wrong. They booed Aaron Judge. How did you feel? A, did you boo Judge when you were there? Or B, how did you feel about it? I did not. Now, the Cleveland series, I think, got blown out of proportion. Because I was at every single Yankee home playoff game except for the uh, elimination game on Sunday. Because, you know, Two and the Dolphins were taking priority and they were getting the big screen, but that's a story for a different day. Um, game two was like a smattering. Like nobody in my section, maybe it was like a couple of knuckleheads who had way too much to drink. The Astros series, I was there for game three. Sal, I didn't care who the Yankee was. If they struck out, they were getting booed. Like every single guy up and down the lineup because people were just so angry and they were so ticked off. And the team was doing absolutely nothing. I'm with you. Like the Cleveland game, I looked up. I'm like, who are these schmucks? booing Aaron Judge. How stupid can you be to go and boo Aaron Judge after 62 home runs in the Astros series? Listen, I, I thought anything was... I did not boo him myself, but it was basically fair game. If you wanted to boo a Yankee, be my guest. The team was so playing so poorly. It was so lifeless. Get your money's worth at that point. We're talking with John Jastrzemski. You know the voice from years here at The Fan and, of course, now host of New York, New York on Ringer and Spotify, the podcast. 
And you can see him regularly with yours truly on SNY, whether it's on Baseball Night in New York or Geico Sports Night. All right, so I think I know where you stand on this, but we did see a miserable postseason from Aaron Judge. Where do you stand on wanting the Yanks to bring him back? And, you know, we should mention now that the Giants apparently will not be outbid. The Dodgers potentially interested on Aaron Judge. Where do you view where you want Judge as far as the Yankees to pursue him? And do you think he's back in pinstripes? I still think he's back. The Yankees need him. And I think to some extent, Sal, his brand kind of needs the Yankees. Like, he's a great baseball player. Don't get me wrong. If he goes to San Francisco or Los Angeles, well, the Mets, like, he's still going to be a star. But I think that brand being synonymous with the Yankees and the 62 home runs and a Yankee for life and the idea of being captain of the team, like, I think a lot of that stuff matters to Aaron Judge. I think the Yankees are going to have to pony up. I think the Yankees are going to have to pay him. The bottom line is, I feel like the Yankees. Now, I know history tells us. We were talking about this the other day in the newsroom. Reliever contracts long-term. Don't work out. Big time, eight, nine, ten-year contracts, historically speaking, don't work out. Now, the Harper contract is looking good in Philadelphia. He was much younger. The Machado contract in San Diego, looking really good. Again, he was much younger. I don't think Aaron Judge is getting ten years, but I think the Yankees are going to have to pay him a gazillion dollars. And you know what? I feel like the Yankees. He is your franchise player. He is your MVP. He is basically the only homegrown guy from this baby bomber group that has amounted to anything. Let's be honest. Everybody else flamed out, for goodness sakes. I think the Yankees have no choice, and I think Judge wants to be back. I think it will be ugly. I think you'll be scared. I think there will be like 10 zillion different reports between now and whenever he signs. It won't be a fun process, but ultimately, I think Aaron Judge will be a Yankee. I do think he wants to be back. However, I just don't have faith. See, here's the dilemma. I believe there's going to be another team that's going to offer more money, whether it's the Dodgers, Giants, who knows? I mean, most likely signs would be pointing to the Giants, let's say. I do believe there will be another team that will offer more money. And even though Judge maybe wants to be a Yankee, is it going to be enough? And then to what point did the Yankees go? If they were willing to disrespect him, which I thought was a disrespectful offer myself, 213 before the year started, if he's going to get 350 or 375, do you think Cashman, Steinbrenner, they're going to go up that high to near $400 million for a player that they valued at 213 before the year? Could you imagine the optics, Sal? If Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone are back, and Aaron Judge is not. Oh, baby, no, I can't. Just think about that for a minute. You think I'm angry now. You think the Yankee <laughs> fan is angry now. Imagine Cashman Boone back for 2023, and Aaron Judge is playing right field for the San Francisco Giants next year. I, I can't imagine what the Yankee fan is going to be saying. That's why when it push comes to shove, you may be right. I just can't see how the Yankees can be denied here. Like, I don't know what the winning strategy is going to be you flamed down in the postseason, and now you're going to let your best player walk, and then you're going to try and sell me on you being a better team next year? Go walk. Let me see how that goes. Well, so that's the next question. Let's assume Judge comes back. Right, even if he walks, it's going to be, I mean, it is going to be a nightmare for the New York Yankees and their fans. It's, there's no question about that. Well, good or bad. I mean, you can still build the team, but I don't have any faith that they would with the guys there, but the public will just rip them apart if they lose Aaron Judge. But let's just assume Judge comes back. What are you doing to get this team better to where they can try to start closing the gap with the Houston Astros? It's a great question 
because normally you'd say, go and make big splashes in free agency, whether that's a guy like Xander Bogarts and say, oh, I'm going to put Xander Bogarts at third base and I'm going to take away one of the Red Sox best players. Are the Yankees going to go and give 350 or 400 million to Judge and another 150, 200 million to, to Xander Bogarts? Probably not. But like, that's what they need to do. If they think they're running the same team back, they're going to get the same rotten results. And I got news for you, Sal. It's not a given next year if they run the same team back, they're winning the AL East. Toronto is going to spend money. The Baltimore Orioles are on the rise. They're a young and up-and-coming team that is ascending. They are not descending. The Red Sox are an every-other-year type of team, so I would assume that 2023 will end up being a good year for the Boston Red Sox. And Tampa is smarter than the Yankees. So, like, the idea that the Yankees are going to be arrogant enough to say, oh, well, we'll bring Anthony Rizzo back, who I like, and they better bring him back because he's a winning player. Well, I'm going to bring Aaron Judge back. Uh, you know, maybe we'll make a couple of tweaks here and there, and here we go. We got a World, World Series champion on our hands. No, you don't. No, you don't, because we've seen it over the last couple of years. I know a lot of people are going to look at pitching. They're going to say, oh, you got to go make a run at Verlander. We talked about it the other day on Baseball Night in New York. Oh, go make a run at Edward Diaz, even though she's not leaving a mess. The biggest problem for the Yankees for the last five years and why they don't win in the postseason, they don't hit. Bottom line, point blank, they don't hit. So. I would look to add more offense to this team where they weren't good enough. Look at the bottom of that order, Sal. Was the bottom of that order good enough to go and win a World Series this year? The answer is no. They were not. Honestly, so it's, it's, it's shocking they were good enough to win a division, quite frankly. Well, let's be honest. They played unbelievable out of their minds baseball for three months. And the second half of the year, that was the team you saw in the postseason. And you're talking about Jose Trevino, who I know you love. And look, how can you not love him? Was an all-star in the first half, but he got exposed as the season went on. Carpenter, I know he got hurt, but this is a guy they got off the scrap heap. These are two key contributors to why the Yankees were so good. And, you know, you mentioned it, too. Two things. Number one, you look at the baby bombers. One of Cashman's biggest faults was sticking with Gary Sanchez way too long. Sticking with Clay Torres, moving him to short, now back to second. He has been a bust. You look at some of the guys who were supposed to be the stars of this team. They turned out to be busts. Why would I have faith? And let's assume that they can maybe move on from Glaber Torres in some trade, which, by the way, you're not going to get anything great back from at this point anyway. But why do I have faith that Peraza, Cabrera, Dominguez, are these guys, you know, Volpe, are these guys a certainty with the Yankees, with the way that they've handled their prospects and developed them in recent years? I mean, I can't look at it that way. Now, I do think the Yankees are going to look to go young in the middle infield. Like, I think their infield dream next year is that they have Peraza, shortstop, when they you at third base is coming back, and I like DJ, but the reality is the last two years, the guy's just completely hobbled, and he's not the guy he was in 2019 and 2020 when he was a hit machine. He was one of the best players in the American League. But I think when they use it third, they've got to get Donaldson off the team. I don't care what it takes. I don't care if they've got to eat the money. Donaldson's got to go. I mean, Donaldson popping up 3-1, smiling like an absolute clown. Don't let the door hit you on the way out, and then take strike through right down the middle. You want to keep Icaf as a utility player, fine. He's not an everyday shortstop. But I think, Sal, they're going to go young at shortstop and at second base, and they better be right. Well, what would you do? That's, so you'd move on from Glaber? Say, they better be right. you move on from Glaber? Yeah, I, I would. Because you have to change the team. And if you're going to change the team, there's only a few places you can do it. Like, do you want to say goodbye to a guy like Anthony Rizzo? I don't. I think he's too important. I, I think... He's one of the few guys on this team that actually knows the thing or two about winning. 
Like, I, I can't lose a guy like that. And what that. about I, Stanton? I'm, I'm with you. That's why I bring it up. It's got to be those guys because, they, I mean, whether they dump Donaldson or not, they're stuck with him under contract. They have LeMayu under contract. Connor Faleff is here, so third base should be pretty much covered. You figure Peraz is going to get a run at short. They have Cabrera. they got to find a spot for him potentially. I mean, maybe, you know, like you said, Volpe, they can move some of these guys around. Torres is probably going to be one of the odd men out, and they were down on him this year. Anyway, what about Stanton? I mean, those are the two guys I look at, Stanton and Torres potentially, that would change the look or the core of this team significantly. Well, here's the problem with Stanton. Full no trade. And I don't think he wants to go anywhere. I, I think there's only one place John Carlos Stanton would accept the trade to. It's Los Angeles. I don't think John Carlos Stanton is a guy that if you tell him, oh, you go to San Francisco, you go here, you go there. No, 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 no. He likes being a Yankee. And Sal, I like him as a Yankee. As frustrating as he is, the injuries, the inability to play the field, we talk about guys who hit in the postseason, mm-hmm. guys who don't hit in the postseason. You know what Stanton's done the last three years? He hits in the postseason. He wasn't great in the Astros series, but you know what? At least he has game-wrecking moments. At least he has had swings that have changed the outcome of games. That's a guy I'm okay with. i, I got to be honest. i got no problem with Stanton. And I was so – you know this. I was not the biggest Stanton fan. He won me over because he hit big spots. Yeah. There's something to be said for that. I like his accountability and his attitude. I just feel like that move to me – was where this baby Bombers group went wrong and Cashman messed up. I know he was available for basically nothing, but it's redundant. They had Aaron Judge. They didn't need John Carl Stanton. They could have went out and got Manny Machado or Bryce Harper. They chose Stanton instead, and while he's been accountable, while he has been you know, clutch at, at many moments in postseasons for the Yankees, he's also been inconsistent and unreliable throughout the course of a regular season or even throughout the course of a postseason series, depending on what year it may be. And it's just, to me, again, more redundancy with what the Yankees already have. I mean, it, maybe if you lose Judge, of course, Stanton's going to be your power guy. But to have them both, and look, you want to bring him back, fine. But then how are you changing, to the point before, how are you changing the team significantly? Significantly, where, where are they changing to close the gap? The young guys are going to be those uh, the difference makers. I think that's what they're banking on. And to me, I'd look at third base. That's what I would do because somebody like Correa or Bogart shifting over to third base could be a difference maker. But mark my words, the Yankees are not signing either one of those guys. Sal, I got news for you. I think it's going to be a very quiet winner for the Yankees. Outside of Judge, I don't think they're doing a whole lot. Good feel, I, I don't. And don't be surprised when. We're having this conversation next year when the Yankees get bounced from the postseason. Oh, what needs to change? It's, just, it's the same same script over and over again. Well, at least there's one team in this town that spends big. Uh, we'll see. You're going to you're gonna have to spend big between your guys right now. Because if you want to keep that team back together, that's like a $300 million payroll. For I'm ready for it, Stevie Cohen. Bring back DeGrom, Diaz, go get Trey Turner, trade for Otani. So I mean, you're, you're not ready for Texas Ranger Jacob DeGrom. Uh, you know what? Honestly, if DeGrom leaves, I would understand it because I think it's tough to you know commit to him big money long term. But I do know this, and this is what's so weird, and we'll close with this. For years, your whole life, my you know, life basically growing up, the Yankees overspent. They went out there and blew everybody away with their payroll. The Mets obviously didn't do enough, certainly since 2009. And I never had faith that the Mets were going to do what it took to win. And I always believed that regardless of result, the Yankees you knew were going to do whatever it takes to win. Now that's not the case. It's kind of flipped around. Yes, the Yankees have sustained success, and the Mets have a long way to go to get there. But I know... Steve Cohen is going to spend money and try to build the best team he possibly can. I don't know that about the Yankees anymore. I think that's totally fair. I think you've seen that with Cohen the last two years. Lindor, 
Scherzer, other moves that were made. I think he will be aggressive uh, if you lose. That's the thing. Normally in Metland, like the DeGrom thing would be devastating. Now, it's going to bother you, don't get me wrong, but if the Mets lose DeGrom, they will pivot and do something else. Maybe it's Trey Turner. Maybe it's Carlos Rodon. Maybe it's somebody that we're not talking about right about now. They will act. I don't know about the team in the Bronx, and that's scary. And that says it all. I mean, we have reached a different point here in New York baseball. All right, JJ, we appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on. We'll do it again soon. Maybe next year we'll get pumped up for a little Yankee baseball. I like the sound of that. Uh, Not really. But uh, (laughs) next year I hope that I will see you at the fourth annual JJI. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot. Your big event tomorrow. I know. God, I I still make time for you, though. It shows you. You're still high in the pecking order. You got the golf outing tomorrow, the charity event. Actually, tomorrow, what am I saying? Tomorrow, later on today, it's going to be out there. Yeah, I would have gone, but I'm going to the Adam Sandler concert, and I know you do a great job out there. And You got Zeal playing. Who else is out there with you? Well, Beninga will be there. McEnany will be there. Well, Presti will be there. Kevin Clark. We got some heavy hitters. Heavy hitters. I mean, listen, I'm not one of them, but I'm out there. I do look forward to to taking part in that next year. All right, he is John Jastrzemski. You know him from years here at The Fan, host of New York, New York on The Ringer and Spotify with his podcast. And you see him regularly on SNY alongside me on Baseball Night in New York and, of course, on Geico Sports Night. Thanks, JJ. Good luck with the event later on today. Appreciate it. Anytime, buddy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.